This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. 877-881-1053. Don't answer this question, Mike. Who does Mike want to, quote, figure it out? 877-881-1053. Text in or hit us up on the Twitch. Who does Mike want to, quote, figure it out? Frankie Smokes. You know what? (laughs) That is a good answer, Frankie Smokes. Mark Cuban. There's not much. We named three three I mean, I know know what the answer is, but don't. Are people texting in? Well, there's but an we 18 just, second delay as well. All right, let's in, let's get rid of the delay. Let's cuss three times, and then the delay's gone, right? Yeah. And then we all we have to do <laughs> is play safe. Like. <laughs> you want me to ask the question again? Yep, and then we'll be like, live, live and local. Okay, well, just the, the way we always the Twitch promise. should be able to answer it live and local as well. But also, Corey, your question for me, more although this is a sports figure, mm-hmm. I will tell you, is. Do the Texas Rangers have a top 10 lineup? And if not, how far away are they? Okay, so. Ooh, in your face. Um, not really. Um, I don't really know exactly where that comes from either, Mike. I, I saw this on CBS Sports, and I thought this was pretty interesting. The baseball rankings of lineups. And you went through MLB.com's like rankings per each position. The baseball rankings of lineups have. You want, to, you want me to go through the, the, the top 10? Number 10. Just tell me where the Rangers are. Number 10, the Angels. Okay. Which this is, I guess, your, your, batting, your batting roster. It does help out that they have the best hitter when healthy and another Second, guy who's Or one top, of the other best. He's like a top yeah. 10. And guy. Anthony Rendon, uh, you know, that's like he fell off. Yeah, he's, as far as I know, he's out of baseball. Hunter Infro, Brandon Drury, those are guys too. But those guys there, they exist. Number nine. The Phillies. That's a very good lineup. The problem they have is Bryce Harper is going to miss approximately half of the season. Number eight, they almost had Carlos Correa, but that's weird. Well, there's two teams we could be talking the about. The Mets. Ooh, the Mets. The Mets. Yeah, the Giants had him for 48 hours, I guess, too. Um, Number seven will be the Yankees. I'm surprised the Mets are that low, to be honest. Number six, the Dodgers. Okay. Number five, the Cardinals. All right. You haven't named the Braves. I do like number their four, the Blue Jays. They're a good lineup. That is a really good lineup. Vlad Bichette. They did lose Springer. to Oscar Hernandez. He went to Seattle. But how good is Bichette for a shortstop premium hitter? Uh, but to your point, to all of baseball, saw. I mean, solid. I guess if you compare, because last year Corey Seager had thirty-two home runs, I believe, if I have his number right. That led all of shortstops in Major League Baseball and home runs. So just to give you an idea, the position at least last year, Fernando Tatis Jr., obviously out of that position too because they went and got Xander Bogarts. But um, for for shortstop, good offensive position now, very good, but still 32 home runs was the most from yeah. that position. And I believe 
I don't have Bichette's numbers in front of me. I believe he had 25 home runs. He had 24. Okay. Yeah. The Padres at three. Yeah, dude. Machado, Soto, Alexander Bogarts. I think uh, the kid, uh, I say kid, Grissom, who had a really tough year overall. Um, I think he can be better, and they're not really like relying on him too much to be huge. So I do like their lineup quite a bit. They it's, also have Austin Nola. They added Nelson Cruz. I mean, whatever Nelson Cruz is. Have you is. not named Seattle or um, Houston? Jake Cronenworth also. And the Braves. Number two. Gonna make it. Just real quick, what do you expect from Fernando Tatis? Um, I guess he's going to miss 19 games, if I have that number right. I'm going off the top of my head. I expect him to have... 35 home runs and bat like 275 with an OPS around 900. Okay. I I think he's very talented. By the way, before we get to the top two, some of your answers, and if somebody's got the twitch up, you want to throw some of those answers in there. Who needs to figure it out from the 214 Mike's hairline from the 469. That's been figured out for 20 years. Everybody from the 254 Jerry Jones from the 682 Mike wants Luke to Luca to figure out how futile it is to complain to the zebras and instead get back on defense. All wrong, but all, those are those are good, those are good guesses, guesses, but they're not right. The correct answer was Lamar Jackson yes. because he's tired of seeing the exact same question on every NFL question? national show. What's going to happen with is Lamar get Jackson? Fr- and I guess it's not his fault. He can't decide the franchise tag. What team is he going to go to? I just want Lamar Jackson. Not that he can do anything about it. Just figure it out. Like, where are you going to go? I'm excited to see where you're at or if you stay in Baltimore, but figure it out. Let's go. The ML, uh, CBSSports.com has the Astros at number two, and then they have the Braves as the number one offensive lineup in all of baseball. I think Seattle has a better lineup than the Angels. That's the, what I'm surprised that when the Angels got ranked there, I thought, well, man, Seattle is going to be in here pretty soon. I didn't yeah. think they were top five. And then, because they picked up Teoscar Hernandez, who's a really good hitter from Toronto to add to their lineup too, but... All right. This so, is their, their their other offenses to go into their yeah. mic. Twin and this I think this is in an order. Twins, Mariners, Sox, Orioles, Guardians, and they said A's, L O L, just kidding. Yeah. Um so the Rangers are considered kind of an average offense right now. And that's where that's where I wanted to kind of really dive in on this, Mike, with this team. You know, we're looking at left field as kind of a, we got to figure out left field. That's our only big question mark. We can be a competitive team if there's health. Like, if there's health in your pitching rotation. But when it comes to the offense, last year we're like, hey, this isn't a bad offense. It's not great, but yeah. it's not bad. You put some good pitching with it, we feel like this team can be a real contender in this. But they're saying that the Rangers aren't even in the conversation for being a top 15 uh, uh, offense in this league. So my question then, Mike, is how far away are they from being a top 10 if they're not a top 15 right now? And then when they get into the top 10, how far are they away from being a top two? Because they're spending a lot of money and they're still not even considered in the top 15 of offenses right now. I think that it's going to take a lot to be considered a top 10 offense. First of all, Simeon and Seeger have to have all-star years for sure. That's your one, two. Nate Lowe did win Silver Slugger. He has to be considered Silver Slugger award. Like, obviously, there's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. There's first base is not the easiest position to win Silver Slugger because that's a very offensive position. Adolis Garcia has to be even a little bit better than he's been. Yeah. And now we get to the all the unknowns. Can Mitch Garver still hit at a major league level? I, don't I know. think he can, yeah. but I mean, there's there's the question of him coming back. 
no clue what Josh Young is going to be. I mean, he has not had a lot of minor league time. There is not really a track record of what Josh Young can do, especially at a major league level. Center field is a below average offensive position if you just put it on a piece of paper. Yes. Yesterday I talked about Leoti is one of the most intriguing people to watch. In fact, they had that on MLB.com yesterday. The ones to watch, they have the most on the line in 2023. It was, for the Rangers, it was Leody Tavares because he could lose his job. It could be over. Wow, His yeah. career as a Texas Ranger, you know, we talked about, who is the dude, you guys? Julio Bourbon. Bourbon. Remember, Julio Bourbon, yes. first round pick, University of Tennessee, going to be your yeah, center fielder, dude. right? Going to be, and then after, hey, you gave him two, three years to try to figure it out. He couldn't. Yep. Career over. It's sad that that's the way it is. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. I, I ran into that problem, too, and I was not nearly the prospect that those guys were. But this is it for Leoti. He either shows he can play every day or he's done pretty much as a major leaguer, like getting to be a major leaguer. Bubba Thompson, he's a guy that can take his spot. But Bubba Thompson, we have no clue what he can really do hitting-wise. He swings at a lot of pitches. He doesn't have a lot of plate discipline. Then you get to... Jonah Heim, solid first half, really bad second half. I'm hoping that he can put together more of a full season, but you don't know what you're going to get offensively from the catching spot. And, and it's kind of the kind of my same curiosity when people are like, well, Mitch Garver's coming back, and you're like, okay, well, yeah. we'll see. I mean, the Rangers signed Robbie Grossman over the weekend. I had to look this up, and this doesn't make you feel great. Robbie Grossman last year as a left fielder. Batted 209 with seven home runs and 45 RBIs and a 622 OPS. Yeah. Like, that's what the Rangers have brought in because they're like, look, we need maybe more of a veteran guy to compete with Ezekiel Duran, yeah. Josh Smith, whoever else you want to maybe throw out there in the competition, whether Yikes. it's Bubba Thompson moving to left field and, mm -hmm. and Leody being center. Like, they really, like, let's. And they signed him to a major league deal, as far as I can recall. Like he's on the team now. Wow. So he's going to be part of your DH left field rotation. I think then, you know, Mike kind of pointed to Nathaniel Lowe proving he can replicate what he did last year. Could help that. Like change a lot of opinions on, oh, man, they do have a pretty consistent first baseman from here on. Josh Young's growth in this third base spot and where he is offensively, which it's going to be sporadic. There's, I just can't put a lot of faith in, well, he's going to show something and it's going to stay that way all season. Right. There's going to be ups and downs again with him this year, no matter you know how exciting it can be. So when your power hitting infield areas are typically first and third base and you don't, you have question marks of whether or not the consistency can show, that's going to me mean you're still kind of waiting on this team. I would just hope that some of those ebbs and flows work better in cooperation. Like last year, I think the thing that agitated a lot of folks is that Seager and Simeon did not seem to get hot at the same time right. to, like, really lift that lineup. And so you would just love to see, like, the young kids are going to fail or they're going to struggle, not fail. You would love to see a couple of them get hot at the same time yes. and be like, oh, my gosh, look at this future. This could be really look good. Look at the Joshes or yeah. however it's going to go down. Yeah, and then with catcher, you know, we talked about that a little last week, and there's, there's still kind of this, like, what is catcher for you? Can you find – the right guy that can be a really good defensive catcher, but also has a little bit of pop or can get on base enough. But when you talk about Leodi and Bubba, like those guys, 
that might not be the formula for making the top 10 offenses right. because of the, like average and power, but it might be looking at it going, man, they can get on base so, and win games. And this is weird that they're doing small ball baseball, but also have power in their lineup. Sometimes it's very tough, and I totally get it, to start naming the Braves lineup. I, I'm sure Ranger fans kind of know the Astros lineup for the most part, but just let's just go back in time when you're like, come on, like the Rangers should be ranked way higher. These are the Rangers. I went to game five instead of game six, 2011. I appreciate it. Batting sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. The back end of your lineup that we're worried about right now for the Rangers, where you're going to have, let's just say, a combination of now Robbie Grossman, Jonah Heim, uh, Leody Tavares, and let's just put right now Josh Young batting sixth, right? That would be your guy batting sixth. Batting sixth for the Texas Rangers, Nelson Cruz. Because Good he had to gosh. follow Ian Kensler, Elvis Andrus, Josh Hamilton, Michael Young, and Adrian Beltre were your first five hitters. Batting seventh, David Murphy. Batting eighth, Mike Napoli. And batting ninth, <laughs> Mitch Moreland. It was murder's that, road. Wow. That, that, so when you go road. to like, hey, now how do we get back to a kind of World Series type of lineup? Well, I mean, World Series type of lineups usually have at the back end of their lineup Nelson Cruz, David Murphy, Mike Napoli, and Mitch Moreland. So you want Josh Young to be like your ninth hitter or something in ideal. Okay, make it yeah. happen, Corey. In this world, but they're unfortunately they're not quite there yet. So whether it is Kevin having to like they need uh, some of their young prospects to advance very quickly this season, or even you know throughout this season and be ready for next year, you're still you know, three spots away from being that kind of a lineup where you're really scared of it. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we jump into the launch rush as part of the Expressway. We will do our giveaway. Plus, Mike likes it. Plus, the best team fits for the top 50 players available in NFL free agency. Cowboys fans, you excited about adding this person? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
CNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Got a lot of doings transpiring around here. Going to quick hit a couple of these things. And then, Cowboys fans, would you be excited for this free agent to come to Dallas? Is First of all, not surprising. The writing's been on the wall for a minute. Chicago Bulls are shutting down Lonzo Ball for the, I guess, the rest of the season. But he hasn't played at all this year. He's been out since January of last year. And I know you follow the Bulls because your son, Brandon, loves the Bulls. And he was actually really turning – I don't know if turning around is too strong of a word, but really having That team was awesome in the first half of last year. Weren't they, like, third in the the season? Like, they had the three seed until he got hurt, and then everything started collapsing. Um, So, yeah, he was a guy that had kind of figured out how to really help a team win at an NBA level, and Kaplowy, his his career has gone in a bad direction. And then I love that. I love when Mike uses words. Kaplowy. Like that. That's amazing. And then on the Micah Parsons front, did you see his bit with Jalen Ramsey and Amon Ross St. Brown? So Amon Ross St. Brown is pushing for Jalen Ramsey to come to Detroit. This was a tweet that was sent out. And it said, Jalen, if you hear this, I know you played Jared Goff before. Detroit might seem like a landing spot, my guy. Talk to me, talk to me. And, of course, Micah quote tweeted it. After yesterday, he goes, I might just get off of Twitter. No, you, <laughs> no, you won't. Is he tweeted it and said, I'm sorry, no one going from L.A. to Detroit. Laughy face, laughy face, That's laughy a fact. Face. Is it? That's Dude, nobody wants to. They will, they'll be traded there if they have to. But who's going? You know what? You're not what? making that decision. I can't wait to get to Detroit for this season. You would. You love freaking Detroit and their scrappy can do attitude. I, I do. No, I agree. I, I, I do. I love the way that uh, Dan Campbell goes about it and they just scrap out barely losses, you know? Uh, but <laughs> yep. the, the thing about them, like the thing about that is I'm not saying I'm Jalen Ramsey and I can't wait to leave the city of LA mm-hmm. to go to the city of Detroit and spend winter there playing football. Sure. That's a, they got a dome. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have, I don't know how you got to the games and easy streets and stuff like that. I don't have a good answer for you right there. All right. So ESPN put out their best fits for the top 50 players available in NFL unrestricted free agency. Can I take a quick guess? Sure. I bet there's not anybody that's top 20 on the list that's a Cowboys product because the Cowboys don't go after good free agents. That the Cowboys would get? No, they will not. Like When you go through this list, I'm just going to assume the top 20 free agents on this list... The Cowboys have no part of these guys because they actually are going to want money to play football. Okay, you make a very good point because, like, for example, we talked last week about what a pipe dream this was in terms of Deron Payne. Oh, wouldn't you love for the Cowboys to get Deron Payne? I'm like, sure. Like, let's go do that. It's the same thing about that dumb report about, oh, the Cowboys are intrigued about C.J. Stroud. Oh, you don't say. A top five talent in the draft? Well, guess what? I bet about 25 teams are intrigued by C.J. Stroud. It's not going to happen, people. What are we for Stroud, about? I heard I heard that's a rumor. Oh, yeah. Okay, hold Great. on. Great. I would right. do that in a heartbeat. Okay. Oh, we got to talk about He hates Dak. I mean, a guy who's done nothing in the NFL. From a financial perspective, it makes sense. For Mike. <laughs> it's never going to happen, I see, people. I see Why your tone did you just changed. suck me into this conversation? Yeah, your tone has changed. Um, Damn. Never mind, I wouldn't. <laughs> All right, maybe not this year, but next year. Let's uh, say you've gotten as you feel like you know what we've gotten as far as we can with Dak Prescott. 
do you think you can't a team is going to be like we'll take him like do you think a team would want to trade you significant picks for Dak Prescott I do Okay. I do two. I'm I think just you get at double least check a, a number on. I this. would say you get at least a first round pick. Yeah, and I probably would guess a second too. Like probably in, ye- not in the same year. I don't think you get a first and a second. Like I don't think they would want to mess up one draft like that. But you'd get like let's just say your 2023 first round pick from somebody, and then their 2023 second round pick. Okay. Thirty. Or sorry, 2024 second. Thirty-four million is what I. Th- think you would be plugged in to pay Dak in 24 if you're that other team. Like, you'd be on the hook yeah. to take $34 million of that. But that's that's it. The Cowboys aren't bad enough, but the greatest thing that would ever happen to the Cowboys in our lifetime since Troy Aikman Do not say this. is to lose out this upcoming oh, okay. season to get Caleb Williams. Like, that would change your franchise forever. That would, yeah. uh, that would put you the way that Cincinnati right now feels about Joe Burrow the way that in a weird way probably Jacksonville feels about Trevor Lawrence the way that obviously Kansas City has already proven it but the way that they feel about Patrick Mahomes you're in a Super Bowl window if you probably get Caleb Williams his first year probably not but after his first year I think you put yourself in a Super Bowl window for a decade because he looks the part of the superstar quarterback. My only problem that, and, and I know there's another area you want to go with this. My only problem there is, as an OU fan, yep, I watched Lincoln Riley turn dudes into dudes, uh-huh. and and I now Kyler Murray, I was like, that dude's it. He he's it right there. Jalen Hurts, I, I was like, too. he's going to be yeah. a starting quarterback in the NFL. Baker Mayfield, I was like, not a big fan. Uh, but that's a different story. So with Caleb Williams and as great as he looks in college. There are always these parts of me that just won't let go that Lincoln Riley makes quarterbacks look really good. Can now do you go hire Lincoln Riley and say, come be our head coach so that you can continue to make this guy look good? I don't know. And and so, for example, like Jalen Hurts in the last three years has cost the Eagles four million dollars total on the cap, which is going to cost more later. Yeah. But worry about that later. Absolutely. Which is just madness. But like compare that to Joe Burrow. Including this next season, you know how much Joe Burrow has cost the Bengals? Nine million dollars. It's unfortunately it's more than that. Ninety it's million dollars. Thirty-six million. Oh, it's less than ninety. For four years, is that not a below market value rate for one year of Joe Burrow? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. proven that these last two years he should have made close to a hundred million dollars. Yes. Yes, and so that is the appeal of the rookie quarterback. Even because I know people will be like. Well, what if C.J. Stroud isn't good? Well, guess what? I got all of that dead money off the book. And if C.J. Stroud's no good, my draft pick in 2024 is going to be awesome as well. So I'll be well on my way to rebuilding my team. But Mike is right about the free agent fits. Is The only two people in the top 20 that the Cowboys are involved with are people that would leave their team. So Dalton Schultz is number 12 on ESPN's list by Matt Bowen. And number 19 is Tony Pollard. So ESPN has Dalton Schultz saying he's going to be a good fit with the Chargers. 
And we have obviously already seen the Chargers connection play out in terms of Kellen Moore going over there. And I'm sure Justin Herbert would like a safety blanket. That makes sense to me. I have to admit, I'm not particularly familiar with the Chargers cap off the top of my head. But if they can make I'm it sure happen. They're in decent shape right now, but they have to look at we're about to have to pay close to $50 million a year for our quarterback. That is true. And then the other one is, well, first of all, Corey, you looked intrigued. Justin Herbert, or excuse me. Yeah, I'll take Justin Herbert. Yeah, no, 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 no. Dalton Schultz to the Chargers. That would be nice. I just, you know. Didn't they have a number seven, like, show out? Gerald Everett was really good. I I don't know. Like, he looked the part of being, like, a really good tight end. So I don't know if they need a tie. I get that Kellen Moore, they know each other, this and that, but I don't know. That guy started coming on in the end where I was like, for fantasy football purposes and all these things, they, they start flashing like, dude, this dude's catching a lot of balls and for yards and, and making guys miss. Like, he's a very physical guy. He's 28. That was his oh, he's best. he's 28 years old? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know he was that old. And that's kind of one of those things I've been kind of waiting for him to make that kind of look like that kind of player. And he's that was his best his best okay. season so far. Bomb. And Mike, even to your point, I thought that the I thought that he was underused with Justin Herbert. There were times when I was like, dude, he's a mismatch nightmare right now. Never stop throwing to him. And Justin Herbert was like, I got somebody else. Eckler's wide open. Yeah. I was like, come on, what are you doing here? So I think, Kevin, that it would be very intriguing because he lands with Kellen Moore's offense again, and then Justin Herbert has a security blanket, much like Dak, and that could open up things uh, for the rest of the offense. And then the next one would be Tony Pollard. He's number 19 on the list. ESPN's got best fit Dallas Cowboys. Okay. On a one-year contract, please. Let me ask you something. That makes sense. Is that the way the Cowboys do business? No, they just give the person whatever they want. They just give in in the end. That's what I'm afraid. You're going to see it come down, and it's going to be a three-year, I don't know, $33 million, whatever the hell the deal is going to uh, be. It'll probably be five years at 75. <sighs> oh, my God. Did you almost cuss? I Oh, my gosh. Is uh, I, I I don't. Five for 70. <laughs> I just. I just took five million I off. might break my headphones the ring, again. The Cowboys felt happens. like they got a good deal there. But, you know, only $40 million guaranteed. That's where I'll really get in trouble. I'll finally just ask Stephen why they're bad at negotiating. No, you won't. Yes, I will. You they, were, yes, I will. You were if afraid they, to ask hard questions. At the end of the day, Tony Pollard, a five-year, $70 million deal. At the end of the day, Kevin, you just have to execute. Uh-huh. And his real answer would be that he would never give us is, Daddy said that we're signing him. There's only so much pie. Yeah. Well, How uh, would you ever ha- be able to disperse the pie? You know what? But the Cowboys act like they know there's a finite amount of pie, but they just keep giving it to the first person who walks up. They're like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Because Do you want some of this pie? That piece is too big. What are your legs still it. works? You got it. If if uh if he's if if you get the most pie earliest, Kevin. I did not say the F word. <laughs> then the they kind of, when you kind of put, when you kind of 
That when was a, that was supposed yeah. to be God. Did you dump that? I, I did not did. say the F word. Um, I did not dump it. I, I did not. not say the you F didn't word. Say it kind of just the way your breath came out. It kind of uh, it just like all Cowboy okay. fans are like, yeah, we, under, we understand why you would cuss if they signed that contract. The way they look at it is if we sign, if we give somebody all the pie or most of the pie, play then the all the players that really want to be here to wear the star on their helmet, mm. they'll take less pie Okay, because we don't have that much that's great you're not 1980s notre dame anymore you're on nbc that's super neat that is not a selling point anymore you can't just go well we gave away all the pies so all the good players will go ahead and put their finger around the bottom of the tin that's not the way it happens tin we got loose seriously i'm dead serious that's the way i think that's the way that they think is if you don't come get your pie there won't be any pie left and you're just gonna have to settle with whatever's left and the rest of the league's like, that's not how it works, buddy. I just hope there is somebody in that room. I don't know if they're the keeping it real consultant or whatever they're called. It's like, pull your head out of your asses. None of that is going to work like that. Mm-hmm. I would get fired because that is exactly how I would say that. How, we're would, so mad and nothing's even happened yet. I know, but because I think <laughs> it's all going to happen. I can feel it. I can feel myself smashing my headphones when they say, Tony Pollard, breaking news, five for 70, and that I really will say the F word. But only 40 guaranteed. But you know what? Here's the deal, Mike, with that 40 guaranteed this year. Mike has picked them to go to yeah. Las Vegas in the Super Bowl. So what are you so mad about? Yeah, what are you so mad about? Get happy. Have we never been wrong on a prediction? Yeah. Yes. All I they mean, did has, was... Has my Mavs going to the NBA Finals prediction gone wrong yet this year? Not yet. Yes, it has not. See? From the 682. Still right. <laughs> you still got a shot. Yeah. I, I do regret that one really, really bad. Man, I feel like you're going full uh, Mark McGuire. I'm only here to talk about the present. I can't answer that question because you asked it in the past. So that is now a past question. Only a guy who cursed on the air would deny that. Well, what kind of sense yeah. does that make? I never understand when they were like, well, a guilty person would say they didn't do it. Well, wouldn't an innocent person do Like, an innocent, if you didn't rob a bank, you wouldn't go, you know what? I did it. This is not Spartacus, okay? All right. What is Spartacus? You remember that scene in Spartacus when everyone stands up and they're like, I am Spartacus. And now all the people are like, I am Spartacus. And this is Sparta. That's a different. That's right. the movie. That's a different What's movie. What's the movie called? Spartacus? You've seriously never heard? No. I haven't seen it either. We have no clue. I've seen Sparta. You you need to use better references. I've seen the Sparta movie. Didn't they have like 300 people or something? What is that movie called? That's the 300 movie. What is that called? I'm 300? It is just called 300. This is 300. That is not what we're talking about. they They use shields together. And then they dump them off the cliff. I remember that movie, and they're all fit, man. I mean, those guys are doing calisthenics night and day. They were what stretching I, during breaks what like you might. I wouldn't give to have that body. Mm. <laughs> oh, they were flipping tires. They they had a thing on men's health on how to get that type of body. I have you a whole flip article. tires. Yeah, you flip <laughs> tires all day, and there's it's a big old workout with tires. Does it matter how big the tire? Is? Big old tires. Yeah, those big old monster truck tires from. <laughs> From the tires, <laughs> from the two one four, Kevin, my guy, let it out. I'm with you, stupid front office. From the nine five six, I heard the f that came from your soul. I yeah. like I they 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 felt it there. All right, well, I, we've already gone off on a weird tangent. I don't remember where we were supposed to be, but I think I'll tell we're talking you this: about guys' bodies. 
Okay, they did look fantastic in that. All right, the Cowboys. Now when we get to players 35 through 50, the Cowboys are going to be locked in well, here. Well, they're in on, on one player in the top 50. DJ Sharp. Besides Pollard, you're saying that besides they're already no, on the That's not one of their players. Yes. Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, yes. I love this story. I want to talk about it all the time. Miles At Sanders available. Number 26. How about Odell Beckham? You don't tick off the whole training staff, and you might have already been on the team. That is a fair point. At number 26 on the list is the lone other top 50 candidate for a, that is on the list. I got, you know what? You okay, bud? From the 803, you can taste Kevin's anger. <laughs> but thank you. And it's lunchtime, so that's a good deal. Five years, $75 million. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> it's the same deal yeah. as yeah. I'm, just, I'm taking a gap year. You can call it whatever you want. I'm just going to need some time. It makes them better. Think about it. <laughs> what? Hit pause on that. Wait, what's happening? What the hell was that, that, Joey? Oh, I think that's the Sparta movie you're talking about. It's not Spartacus. Random stuff just started playing. I thought that was going to be a Spartacus reference. I was like, are we going to commercial break? We're that bad right now? So basically what Mike said is there is one whole pie, and I'm splitting this pie between Odell and Tony Pollard this offseason. And Spartans, according to Kevin's movie. I just (laughs) can't. From the 832, I think Kevin is about to rage quit this show. And then two people. That, ah, that was like the afternoon show. From the 817. Rage. I have to tell Kevin I get the Spartacus reference. What? Is it from the 80s? When is the movie it's from? far, far older than that. It's like the 50s or 60s. How did you see it? Kirk Douglas. You can watch movies that you weren't alive for. Have you ever BC seen The Wizard AD? of Oz? AD. And this is a great movie, Spartacus, Kurt Douglas. Thank you very much from the 806. So the point was. Oh, he was in that movie where he got mad and had a flat top and went and shot everything. That's Michael Douglas. And I believe that movie is called Falling Down. I feel that Wolf guy's of pain Wall Street? Uh-huh. right now. <sighs> he was a receiver for the Falcons. That's Harry Douglas. Never mind. Back so the, to you, Kevin. So the point was, I guess. ESPN thinks we'll keep Tony Pollard and get Odell Beckham Jr. Schultz Super Bowl. And, and 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 get Odell Beckham Jr. Last time Odell Beckham Jr. was on a football team, what did they play in? The Super Bowl. Well, there you go. That was what the point of this segment in was. In their hometown. And we're playing, by the way, we're never getting a Super Bowl here, are we? Everybody kept making comments like that while we were in Arizona, Kevin. You remember the ice. Yeah. Like, and it's insane because it doesn't happen all the time, but... There were so many things that happened that year. What's wrong now? I, I there's so many people who enjoy I like this. From the destroying me. Where are Kevin, all the Eagles players going? Mike, here, here here's one from the eight one seven. Kevin, it's not you, it's them. <laughs> Thank you very much. We've upset you? No. There are some days when I get home and my wife's like, how's work? I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I think you could tell. Well, you can definitely tell the difference when I'm really mad when I don't spike my headphones. Because you like, I laugh too much. Oh, for the 972, the four-year series of Spartacus on Netflix is what Kevin's talking about. They say it was incredible. <laughs> I am Sparta? Yeah. From the 817. Are you not entertained? Mm-hmm. They're going to make Gladiator 2, by the way. That's the Will Smith fish movie when he holds the thing over his head and says that. I am Sparta. That is, isn't that a parody movie? I don't know. What is it called? Spartacus. It's called Spartacus. 
877-881-1053. If you can help us out with the it's, art. It's called Spartacus. That Spart- is what the movie is called. Three words? Spartacus? No, it is one word. Spartacus. With a P? Well, now you just changed it. You said it was Spartacus, and now it's Spartacus. <sighs> cuss. Okay, cuss, because he likes cussing during the show. For the Kansas it Masterpiece. TV series. You know what? I can see how we're number one. Right now, we got Mike Likes It coming up in just a I second. I can't even do it with this. Let's Mike. give something away! 877-881-1053. Caller number 10. I am now. Right now, people want to know what Joey was watching. Call Joey, ask him what he was watching, and also (laughs) win a four-pack of tickets to the Frisco Baseball Classic March 1st and March 3rd games at Rough Riders Field in Frisco. A four-pack. We'll be doing this giveaway all week long. 877-881-1053. Call in. Be caller number 10. Now, uh-huh. I can't wait for this segment. It's Mike Likes It. What do you got, Mike? I think he's thinking of Ben-Hur, Mike. Release date, October 7th, 1960. Mel Brooks wasn't in it. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's talk about something earlier in the show, and that is Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou Whitaker, okay? Mm. So I have the story now because you're like, what? What happened? So this is the 1985 All-Star Game. I know this is weird, and I'll get to maybe more recent things, but we're just talking about a 1960 movie. Yeah, you're just movie. bashing me about Nobody the 1960s. Saw. At least I've gone up 25 years here. And so according to most people that played with Lou Whitaker, he is not the smartest person in the whole wide world. Uh, and so anyways, he's the starting second baseman for the American League All-Star team, Detroit Tigers, and he's like, Here's his quote. I left my bag in the back seat of my Mercedes. Isn't that a shame? He announced the day of the game. So with only <laughs> hours to go before the All-Star game starts. that felt like a sarcastic, isn't mm-hmm. that a shame? Isn't that a shame? Whitaker and the clubhouse boys for the Twins were forced to scramble. Lou had packed his socks and uniform pants in his suitcase with his clothes. So he did have his baseball pants and socks that's all he had. That's he nice. did not have a Detroit Tigers hat. He did not have a helmet. He did not have a glove. <laughs> he did not have baseball spikes. And he didn't have batting gloves. How? For the All-Star okay. game. And we are hours before it starts. Uh-huh. So his teammates helped him out. Cleveland Indian pitcher Burt Blylevin let Whitaker wear his helmet. So he did have a Cleveland okay. Indians helmet on hitting for the Detroit Tigers. Baltimore Orioles shortstop Cal Ripken Jr. had an extra glove. Damaso, Damasco, Damaso, I believe Damaso Garcia. I don't remember this player, but you know, he made an all-star team. For the Blue Jays, he had batting gloves that fit Lou Whitaker. And the clubhouse attendant went up to the uh, team shop and found an adjustable Tigers hat. So not like a fitted Tigers hat. They did have... For the All-Star game, every team's hat, if you wanted to buy, like, a hat. But it yes. had, it had uh, adjustable wear, so you, they found that. Do you and think then, they made him pay for that? I don't know. And then they found a jersey in the souvenir stand at the Metrodome that did have the Detroit Tigers logo on it. The problem was it was a generic Tigers jersey. There was no number on the back. So the clubhouse attendant took a black marker and then found a number one stencil because that was Lou Whitaker's number 
and then took a Sharpie and colored in the number one Love on it. the back of this Detroit Tigers T-shirt jersey. It was awesome. I think that kid did a pretty good job given the circumstances. I saw the jersey. It was not bad. Nope. So he doesn't have his name on the back, and, and you wouldn't, I guess, know from television in 1985. It's not like they had HD or right. anything. So, um, yeah, so that's Sweet Lou Whitaker. Uh, and his story of the 1985 All-Star Game, where he didn't seem to care too much to play in that, but I bet he cared a million times more than any human being cared to play in the 2023 NBA All-Star Fair Game. Fair enough. Can't <laughs> wait for those ratings. I hope they're so bad. I hope one person watched it. Okay, next thing. I want to talk about college baseball. We just gave away yeah. tickets. I know that uh, Joey's in there. And, By the and- way, we'll be doing that giveaway all week. Okay, so here's what's I didn't know about this. But on Saturday, there was a tournament at Globe Life Field, and six teams were there. Vanderbilt was there. I believe UT was there. Like, this was a big deal. There were six good quality programs there. On Saturday, 21,000 people bought tickets to go to college baseball here at the Globe. So I'm just like, whoa, 21,000 people. Now, at the... XFL game next door, supposedly there were 12,000 people there, but most people have said there weren't 10,000 people watching that game. Yeah. So they might have fabricated the numbers a little bit to get up to $12,000. So 12,000 people. Yes. So college baseball. My son, I talked about this earlier, he really wanted to go to the World Baseball Classic in Miami. He didn't want to go to Arizona. Is that officially a no-go? It's a no-go. It's just, it's too much money. It's too tough. You got to... To get a hotel in Miami or around that area during spring break, to fly to Miami during that time, a lot of flights are already booked. So you're looking at, it looked like to be about, and I'm going to go conservative here, $1,000 for me and him to fly to Miami and back. So you're looking at about a $500 round trip ticket. You're looking at about, to stay at a decent hotel, you're looking at about $250 a night. Unless you, you know, I mean, there's Motel 6s and stuff like that that are cheaper. But, like, you want to just stay in a place where, like, I feel a little bit more safe with a kid. Uh, You're looking at, they they jack up the prices. Obviously, they have World Baseball Classic. They have spring training. They have spring break. Of course. Miami can jack up the prices around this time of year for vacations to Miami. And then for tickets, you're looking at, especially the one he wanted to go to, those tickets were going to be 400 to $500 per Golly. ticket for a seat. So you're yeah. looking at, if we go to a few games there, you're looking at possibly close to $1,000 for tickets to those games. So I was just like, I just don't really feel like spending four grand uh, yeah. on a two, three-day trip. Yeah. Um, so here's what I did. I look it up. And the number one LSU Tigers right now in the country for oh, baseball. Oh, you know where they're going to be. Are going to College Station. And Texas A&M is number five in the country. And that place is a blast to see games at. And so. At Olsen. We can drive. We can drive down there for, you know, the cost of gas. And then I found a hotel that we've stayed at before for two nights. Uh, it's going to be $300. And then I'm looking at tickets, and I've already bought the tickets. They're on the lawn down the first baseline. Oh, yeah. yeah, those are good. And they're about $40 a ticket for that series. Now, for a normal, like they're playing Louisiana Monroe, you're looking at like $8 to sit on the yeah. lawn. But because it's number one LSU, SEC game, number one in the country right now versus Texas A&M, number five in the country, uh, you know, prices are obviously jacked up. And we're going to Friday, Saturday. 
But I thought it would be a good time to talk a little bit about this. And I know we're thinking about spring training right now. But I'm going to that game. Well, one of those players in that game might be a future Texas Ranger. Remember, the Rangers have the fourth overall pick coming up. So here is... The 1.0 rankings of draft. This is a mock draft. draft. Here's the great deal. We have the fourth pick. I don't have to go to 25. That's true. I just have to give you six guys that they have what they consider. They can miss, but considered somewhat can't miss prospects. Number one is the center fielder from Florida, Wyatt Langford. So if you're watching college baseball, by the way, have you noticed that college baseball is on television a lot more? Yes. I mean, when I was a kid, it was, I didn't, here's the deal. I didn't really want to go to college for multiple reasons. One of them being, I grew up in Dallas, Fort Worth, Duncanville. I only knew Major League Baseball. You know, you go to Texas Ranger games. I know you had TCU playing games, you know, down the street, but it just wasn't a deal to go to TCU baseball games. So my dream was always to be a major leaguer. There's not much of a dream to be a college baseball player when it's never on television and you're growing up in a major league uh, metroplex. I think one of the things that helps with that, right, is the need for content. Like, obviously, ESPN Plus has filled their platform with that a lot. So now you see a lot more college baseball. You see a lot more what I consider college baseball articles like this one. Wyatt Langford right now considered the best prospect in this year's draft center fielder from Florida. Number two, the center fielder for LSU, Dylan Cruz. So right there, the center fielder for LSU might be the number one overall pick. He might be the number four overall pick by the Texas Rangers. Number three is Max Clark. He's a high school uh, center fielder going to Vanderbilt, but probably won't be going to Vanderbilt. Number four is Chase Dollar... Billy Dollander. Okay. I'll say Dollander. He is a pitcher for Tennessee. Number five is a shortstop from Old Miss. Number six is right-handed pitcher LSU. So I'm going to this, and I'm like, dude, I wow. might be seeing some him. of the top prospects. on Friday night. Uh, this this guy named Paul Skeens, if I'm saying his last name right, for LSU. He might be the Texas Rangers' fourth overall wow. pick, or the center fielder for LSU might be the Rangers' number one overall pick. But I'm going to ask you guys this. Did you guys know, or how did baseball, college baseball, not saying it's on the level of college basketball or college football, but they are making money. Like last year, from what I understand, I believe, I'm not I'm not 100% sure about this number, but I'm pretty sure about this number, knowing a kid from Texas A&M. I believe the Texas A&M baseball players made $25,000 yes, last they did. year. So Is that part of their Pringles deal? Yes. I, okay. I mean, there's other things that go into it, but, uh, you know, they ended up, and they all split it evenly. Instead of being like individuals through NIL, they said, we're going to put everything we get through NIL, we're going to put it in one pot, and every Aggie on this team is going to get the exact same amount of money. They decided that as a team. Yes. They voted on a team. Which we're is gonna, pretty cool. I think that is cool. But, like, I had no clue. I'm assuming UT gets around the same amount of money. Like, as long as you're kind of a major program, you're getting somewhere probably between twenty and $30,000 now. I just – baseball never seemed like a, a formula for making money in college. But if you're getting – if you're giving 20 kids or 25 kids approximately $20,000, not including scholarship or whatever, and I know the school's not doing it, that makes it a money-making sport. How many games? How many games in a college season typically? About plus fifty. Okay, so fifty. So maybe twenty-five home games for you. Well, for A and M, honestly, probably thirty-eight yeah. okay. out of their like. They probably get closer to sixty. I because think because teams but, just come to them at the right. you've, Yeah, and you've seen that stadium. The stadium is nice, but also like it packs up. Right. So like I think 
I, Mike, we didn't recognize that there was a lot of money. We recognize there's a lot of money in football. Yeah. But I don't think that we recognize that they were filling up their little stadiums all over the place, too, and gaining the, and gaining this kind of traction. Plus, you mentioned how much cheaper those tickets were. Yeah, I like, think for me, too, I was like, dude, I can get, and my other son can come, too. Yeah. So now I'm taking both boys, and we're paying $120 for three tickets instead of, if I were to take both boys instead of a thousand dollars per game for three tickets so part of me kind of wonders if that's like the affordable thing for not yeah. students you know if you're, and like, you're th- obviously you're really close right i mean yes. you go to tcu oh, yeah. and m like the, the tickets are are, are you're, you're really close to the action there's not a bad seat at a college baseball game now obviously if you go to globe life field and you're going you could probably sit <laughs> higher up uh, if you're part of the 21,000 that were there Saturday. And I know sometimes we lament about the quality of college football here, like in terms of the rankings and everything. This is a great state for college baseball. Like there are some powerhouses here. But I'm I'm really excited about this. And Aggies, you can text in. And if you're not an Aggie, but you were in, whether it's Southwest Conference or Big 12 or now SEC, I've been told this. I haven't gone to many college baseball venues and games. I did get to go last year to the game that uh, Texas A&M beat Louisville to go to the College World Series. Is they say there's no better atmosphere in college baseball than Texas A&M. Yeah, and I'm wondering if you've gone to UT baseball games, so you've gone to TCU A&M. baseball games. I'm not trying to put you guys down at all, but is it that much better going to an Aggie baseball game I think than so. it is other places? Yeah, I, I think so. Just the experiences they they have chance for everything. Because they do yell screen practice, and but but I'm there dead serious. That. If there's a foul ball, Mike, it goes up on the net, and they go and they whoop Ooh. it as it all falls, and then once it lands, they yell, "Pick it up!" There are little things for everything because that's they have traditions that they love. It makes it more, <laughs> it makes it more of an experience side, outside yeah. of the outside of the lines, which is really part of. You want the game to be the centerpiece, yeah. but the fans have to have other things that keep them in. They do a good job at it. And I want my kids to be excited about possibly going the college route rather than, I'm not saying they're going to go professional, but like there was no yeah. motivation for me at all to go to college besides going where my girlfriend was at and I ended up still signing pro out of high school is, but I can't wait to do it. Cause I think the atmosphere is just going to be electric with LSU who will probably travel a little bit oh, there yeah. and A&M and it's already sold out. All three games are sold out. So I had to buy on the secondary market, but I am really excited about going to college station for LSU. Number one in the country in A&M during spring break. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan coming up next. It's time for the C block starring Corey majors. Got a lot of things to talk about and all you that are getting ready to celebrate Lent. Get ready. Yes. I got you taken care of. Oh, great. Next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.